listening to the White Oak Houston podcast, the official podcast of White Oak Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. White Oak exists to help people come alive to the wonder of the gospel and fully follow Jesus. For more information, please visit us online at whiteoakchurch.net. Welcome to the White Oak Houston podcast. As always, this is Pastor John, joined alongside Pastor James. And uh, before we start the podcast today, uh, we just have a really simple ask for you. Um, One of the best ways that people find out about podcasts on iTunes and other mediums is when you leave a review. And so if you could do us a huge favor, if this podcast is a benefit or a blessing to you, if you enjoy the content, if you could go to iTunes or wherever you listen and leave a review, preferably a five-star review would be the best (laughs) kind of review. Um, and, uh, that would just really help us get the word out about the podcast. We get a lot of positive feedback. We get emails from people, um, or people even at the church who say, man, I love the podcasts. And so, uh, but we don't have many reviews. And so we're just hoping to translate that into some reviews so that other people, when they come to the podcast, they can hear what people are saying and lean in with us because we really think that, um, all we're really trying to do on this podcast is open up God's word and explain his truth in different topics. And so we would love to get your review. Uh, today we have a really, really good question. Um, they're always good, but I think this one is it's very honest, it's very authentic, it's very real, and it's one of the questions that probably a lot of people have, but they probably aren't sure if they're even allowed to ask, right? Because if you ask this question, it kind of insinuates something about you. And so the question that Pastor James is going to answer for us today is, is it wrong to doubt your faith? And so that's the question we're going to tackle today. And so um, I think this question encompasses other similar questions like, is the Bible really true or does God really exist or am I truly a Christian? And so uh, we're going to cover this uh, this idea really in two different podcasts. Today we're going to look at, is it wrong to doubt your faith? And then I'm going to do a, a podcast next week that basically is just talking about whenever you do doubt your faith, what are some practical things that you do? And so uh, Pastor James, get us kicked off here, right? Um, how common do you think doubt is among Christians, really? I think it's really common. I, I think this is probably one of the most common questions that no one ever asks, right? Because they're, they're yep. afraid, like you talked about, there's kind of a stigma, right? So if I begin to ask this question, then maybe I'm not a true Christian, or maybe others see me as like um, spiritually mature, they look down on me or something like that. But if you're out there and you're going through a season of doubt, whatever your question is, if it's related to your faith, I'd like to say that you are not alone. Doubt is a lot more common than you think. I think it's easy sometimes to sort of sit in the church and to, to look around while everyone's singing and everyone's smiling and just, hmm. just believe that everyone has this like rock-solid confidence in God and the Bible. But when you look at polls and when you look at people when they're actually uh, honestly answering this question, you find that a lot of people struggle with this. Um, the Barna Research Group, which is sort of a Christian group that polls Christians and finds out different information about the church, they polled and they found that two-thirds of American Christians admit to experiencing at least one season of spiritual doubt. And these wow. are just people that admit to it, right? So you got to believe that there's going to be more people that just wow. don't want to admit that they experience this. So it's very, very uh, pervasive, e- even in like the modern church. But even beyond that, you find doubt is really the most pervasive human response to God recorded in the Bible. When you think about it, humans' responses to God, it is so pervasive. Let me give you some examples. You have Adam, who doubted God's word. You have Abraham, who doubted doubted God's power. You have Job, who doubted God's goodness. You have David, who doubted God's love. And you have Thomas, of course, who doubted Jesus's resurrection. And so whatever doubt you have, 
someone in Christian history has had it. Mm. And, and I bring that up at the start because I think your doubt puts you in really, really good company. There are men and women throughout the history of the church who have had doubts and have wrestled with those doubts, and they've came out on the other side much stronger in their faith. Uh, I'll share a quick Charles Spurgeon quote. He's a prince of preachers. He says, I do not believe there ever existed a Christian yet who did not now and then doubt his interest in Jesus. I think when a man says, I never doubt, it's quite time for us to doubt him. Very cheeky mm. tr- quote, but I mm. think it's really, really true. That's really good, man. Well, and and I, I think it's totally true. And I think one of the things I've noticed is a lot of times whenever people are, like they love the church, but they're not leaning in or not joining for some reason. A lot of times like they like the community, they like what's going on, they, they like the vibe of everything, but they're like, I don't even know if I believe it, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's where a lot of people find themselves. And so I think, I think it's very comforting for people to hear, like, you're not alone, right? If you're on the outside, you like the church, but you're like, do I really believe God exists? You know, it's a big leap maybe for them to make, depending on how they were raised. Um, I think this is a really, really important thing for them to hear. And so you've mentioned how it's common, right? We probably agree with this, that probably over two-thirds of American Christians have serious seasons of doubt regarding their faith. Um, so um, obviously it happens, but is it wrong? That's the question we want to answer today. Yeah, so the short answer is it can be. You know, most answers it in life, it, it depends. <laughs> uh, but, but this one is uh, comforting in the fact that it can be if you let it. I, I think it's really, what do you do with your response to doubt? Yeah. Is it going to lead you into a season of faith or a season of sin? And so, like, doubts come whether you like it or not. It, it's just like when you have a random thought about something. Like, you don't call that thought into your mind. It just springs out of nowhere. And that, that happens even with doubt. It comes unbidden. You don't invite it. Um, and yet it just comes to your mind. And so you can't really control that, but you can't control how you respond to it. I, I love how the book of James says that the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And I think that doubt really can take us on like rocky rides. And I think mm. all of us have experienced those seasons, but really it's how you respond to the turmoil, respond to the the doubt that comes into your mind. So I'll, I'll do uh, just two ways that you can respond to doubt. One, of course, is the sinful way, and that would be unbelief. And and unbelief is basically a doubt that's been left unaddressed long enough for it to turn into what the Bible calls hardness of heart. And so hardness of heart is really just an attitude of skepticism toward God and his commands. And skepticism, you know that it's it's gone into a very unhealthy place when it leads you away from God and away from the church, right? There's a way that you can have doubt that causes you to sort of lean in, uh, but this sort of unbelief leads you sort of away from the church because it has that skepticism to it. So when you when you have this doubt and you let no, and you do nothing with it and you let it fester, I think it's like a wound that's like infected. Eventually, it's going to lead you into worse places. So so that's that's a bad way to address doubt in your life. But there is a good way to address doubt, and that sees doubt as like fertile soil for faith building. Right, a lot of times in the church. Uh, we don't like to talk about doubt because we think it's like dangerous ground. But but really, I can see it, it can really be fertile ground like in your life. Uh, I want to share a quick story. Uh, in the Gospel of Mark, there was a man who had a son who was demon-possessed and doing all kinds of like wild, crazy things, right? He's like throwing himself on the ground. He's like spitting up all this different stuff. And it's been going on for so long that the man surely had done everything to try to help his son, right? He probably tried every like herbal remedy, gave him every 
uh, natural thing he could give him, probably took him to the Jewish rabbis, and still nothing. The problem was still there. So he brings his son to Jesus, uh, to the disciples, and they couldn't help him. So the disciples tried to help him, they couldn't help him, and then Jesus arrives on the scene. And I think it sets up a very powerful exchange between this man and Jesus that speaks to our doubt, and I want to share it. So the man goes to Jesus, and he says to Jesus, Jesus, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus responds very tongue-in-cheek. He says, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. So then the man cries out a very epic, uh, memorable cry. He says, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm. And so here you have a man who not only recognizes and owns up to his doubt, but he also knows exactly where to take it to Jesus. And I think that's the common denominator between all Christians who have gone through seasons of doubt is that they didn't let it fester, but they actually took their doubts to God and to other Christians. They recognized that they, recognized that they needed an out, outward source who could help them. So you have, for example, David's Psalms. They always begin with doubt. When you read any of the Psalms, it's always, how long, O Lord? Why, God, is this happening? Has God abandoned us? All those questions. But by the end of the Psalm, you have him worshiping. So his doubts lead him into worship. You have Abraham wrestled with doubt for, for much of his life. And now he's practically synonymous with faith. And so while next week we're going to talk about uh, how do you practically handle the doubt, I think it's important this week to recognize that like doubt's okay as long as we're taking that to God. And it's okay to, to be in the process and be wrestling with things and to still lean in on the church. You don't have to have it perfect before you're all in, right? Mm, that's so good, dude. It kind of reminds me of that phrase where it's like, it, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. Yeah. And so it's almost like, it's okay to go through seasons of struggle, um, even in your faith. I mean, the same way that you, your body can struggle, your, your mind and your faith can struggle. But at the same time, like you're saying, you're encouraging us to kind of grow in that season and not just kind of entertain that consistently. So I think that's really great, man. Uh, so any final thoughts for someone out there wrestling with doubt? Um, I mean, I, like in this moment, like just imagine, like I know there's going to be people that listen to this and they are doubting their faith right now. And maybe you're listening to this and you've been doubting your faith for for years, for months. Maybe you're going to church and you're like, man, is it the right thing to go to church if I doubt? Or, you know, it's like you want to raise your kids in the faith, but you have some doubt. Like, what would you say to someone who's listening to this right now in their car, or in their house, at work, um, going for a jog, um, and they're wrestling with doubt right now? What would you say to them, Pastor James? I'm going to say something, and uh, I've thought about this. I know it's going to sound like a little strange, uh, but it has helped me. If you're out there and you're doubting, two things. One, you have more reason to doubt your faith than you will ever realize but you also have more reason to be confident in the faith than you ever realize. So this is what I mean by that. There are theological questions out there that you have never even fathomed that people have wrestled with. And if you were to think about all these theological questions, it would get your brain twisted in a knot so tight that you would never get out of it. But there have also been thousands of years of Christians who have wrestled with these things. The Apostle Paul, Ignatius, Martin Luther, uh, C.S. Lewis, John Piper, they've gone to the depths of the faith and they've come out even stronger. They've wrestled with the doubts and they've come out stronger. And I think uh, that's the hope for you and I is that we, as we wrestle with these things, we can recognize that it's not the end of the world, but that God can take us through these seasons. And really what he does with that is he often shatters a very shallow faith and he replaces it with something that's very deeper, uh, that's fuller, that's richer and more authentic. And so that's my hope for, for you and your season of doubt that you'd recognize that it's a very temporary thing uh, if you let it. And if you lean in 
into God, lean into the faith, lean into the church, that he, he works with that and he takes you to a better place. Well, Pastor James, I think that's a great word, and I think this is going to help a lot of people. Um, I feel like this is one of those questions that it's good for us to talk about because people might not come out and say it, but they're thinking it. And so this kind of gives us a chance to talk to those people directly. So thank you for that. Uh, As always, if you have any questions, we would seriously love to get your question on the podcast. No question is off limits. If you have questions about Jesus, the church, faith, just culture in general, just email those to us at info, I-N-F-O, at whiteoatchurch.net. And we would love to get your uh, question on the podcast. And as always, like we said earlier, um, if this podcast is a blessing to you or a benefit to you, If you would leave us a review um, on iTunes, Google, wherever you listen, that would be wonderful. But until then, uh, keep thinking.